0: WTLA North Syracuse, WSGO Oswego, W249BC Mattydale, W261AC Oswego, WTKWHD2 Bridgeport, ESPN Radio. Can we review our status here, sir? Let's look at this thing from the, uh from a uh, standpoint of status. Can't
1: go backwards. Can't go forward. What am I gonna? Hey, what
0: happened? You have nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon?
1: Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. This is a great day. A really great day. All across
0: CNY, it's the three one five with Brian Higgins. Halfway home, here's what's happened so far.
1: All right, here is what has happened so far on uh, the program today. We talked about the Orange loss at Virginia on Saturday, in which, as ever a seven-point loss, felt like a game that you never had a chance uh, to win. That's kind of what it felt like. We had Red Autry on at 2.30, as we will. 2.30 on every uh, Monday. Always good to talk to Red. And always brought to you by Apex Entertainment at 110 Grill, both of them located in the Destiny of the USA. And we listened back uh, to anyone that had anything to say about it uh, just now, but the opening uh, kickoff return touchdown by Naheem Hines yesterday, where he ran faster than he has ever run before. And the Bills were up 7 nothing before an offensive play was run. in the first uh, football play for the Buffalo Bills since DeMar Hamlin's collapse last Monday at Cincinnati that, that is still less than a week old. That happened less than a week ago. That was a week ago tonight. We've not reached a full week yet. It's it's wild. It, it's wild, and uh, we'll bring in our friend Heather Prusak now the news for uh, Buffalo, the CBS station out there. And Heather, we'll, we'll get into the game and the opening play, and uh, welcome in and Happy New Year. I am I'm just seeing this Heather now on Twitter from Cameron Wolf of NFL Network that DeMar Hamlin has been. Uh, released from the hospital, and he returned to Buffalo this morning. So there's even more uh, amazing news. It, it, it is amazing how many things have happened, isn't it? Here in the last full week for the Buffalo Bills.
0: Yeah, it's crazy the uh, the amount of progress and the amount of good news that um, you know we keep hearing about Demar Hamlin's recovery. Uh, like you said, it's remarkable to think that that was less than a, a full week ago that that happened in Cincinnati because. Um, you look at everything that uh, he went through from you know CPR having to have his heart restarted um, you know bringing back his heartbeat uh, everyone all the athletic trainers and the medical staff and the doctors uh, that helped save his life um, you know and that, that's not an exaggeration it's li- literally he had his life saved and now the fact that um, he's able to, not only be responsive in communicating, but the fact that um, he's able to, you know, be out of the hospital, it's just absolutely incredible to see, um, really, really,
1: Great news! Uh, yeah, I'm sure he has plenty more doctor's visits in his future as they continue to, you know, make sure he's okay going forward. But the, the fact that he's able to leave Cincinnati and go home it less than a week after all that happened is is wild. And uh, you said it; it shows you the the level of medical care he got and the immediateness of he got it. And you know, we'll get into the opening kickoff here yesterday in a second, which is a, a thing in itself. But uh, before the game on the field, they they brought out all the the trainers and medical staff and everybody and kind of honored honored them we talked a lot last week about daddy kellington who's the former uh, syracuse head football trainer who uh, gave the cpr that kind of began uh the whole process what what was that moment like on the field where it, this doesn't happen you, you don't get standing ovations for medical staff in football games that that's not a thing other than yesterday
0: yeah it was emotional it was you know you just you had chills being in the stadium just um, seeing the medical staff and and seeing the athletic trainers, uh, seeing the, the athletic trainers for the Bills um, that helped save Demar Hamlin's life, to see them being honored and um, you know and see them up close and in person too, because um, you know for fans and uh, for a lot of people, you know these were people that they they heard about it and they heard about the steps that um, these people took to. Jamar Hamlin's life, but then, um, you know, for fans to see them up close and see them on the field and, and really be able to put, um, uh, you know, a face to the name. And, and not only just Denny Kellington, who, um, you know, now has become uh, a lot of people know who he is now, um, but the entire athletic training staff there uh, for the Bills, every single one of them, because, um, you know, they all played a role in helping DeMar Hamlin be able to survive this. So um, it was just, it was, it was emotional. It was, you know, you just, you got goosebumps really just, um, you know, seeing all of the the red hearts and, and with a three on it and all of the, the signs and, um, you know, just everything. It, it was, you couldn't help but feel all of the emotions. And uh, it was just, yeah, I mean, just chills, just goosebumps, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're you know a medical trainer, like the the best news is when you never get brought up. That means you know everyone's healthy and everything's fine. I mean, normally you watch a college football game, you watch an NFL football game. Like when those guys are on the field, that's when the game's in commercial. Somebody gets hurt, they jog on the field, the game goes to break, they come back, and you know everybody moves on. Obviously, it was a very different situation uh, last Monday night. So okay, yesterday that all happens, clear the field, kickoff time. In Buffalo, can, can you describe, you know, what what what's it sound like in the stadium? What What's that moment like when uh, Naheem Hines' house is the opening kickoff?
0: It was, the stadium was shaking. I mean, just in the press box, you know, I mean, an opening kickoff, but, um, you know, with any game, you're just, okay, sitting there, Yep, starting to tweak, getting settled in, um, you know, just just getting yourself together, notes, start to tweet, all that good stuff, and, you um, you know, you, you see him. you know, make a cut and, and, and he found a hole and whatever. And then just, you're like, I think everyone was just like, are you kidding me? I mean, it's just, you could not have scripted a better opening play to start that game. The very first play, the very first game since Jamar Hamlin, and it, and it happened at home too, at Highmark Stadium, um, and everyone's, you know, fans are, are all in their seats and, um, you know, encouraging people to get there early because of the, you know, the tribute and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, to, it, the place was shaking. It was rumbling. Um, it absolutely exploded. It was insane. And, and even just in the press box, you know, we, again, everyone was just like, seriously? Like, are you kidding me? Um, it's just you know things like that. I don't believe in coincidences. I mean, it's just stuff like that doesn't just happen. Uh, I mean, you, you, you can't make you can't make this stuff up. Um, it was just absolutely incredible to be there and then to to see Naheem Hines not only take the opening kickoff, ninety six yards for a touchdown, but then he did it again later in the game and, and took it one hundred and one yards for another one. Um, and, you know, this is a guy that just joined them a couple months ago. It's just um, it was, like I said, it was incredible. It was just absolutely incredible to see.
1: Yeah, and, you know, the, the Bills said, what well, it was four touchdowns in the game that were 40 yards or longer to, to the Smoke Brown one, and uh, Diggs' touchdowns as well were uh, long throws from Josh Allen, so, you know, they're hitting from deep the whole game long. And, you know, you get the win, and it's interesting here because now it's the emotions of everything. It kind of pours out yesterday. The Bills harness it in. And take it to the win. How do you think they're going to come off it now? Because, okay, DeMar's home from the hospital. They're clearly out of the woods medically doing as well as one can after whatever it was that happened uh, last Monday night that uh, they haven't officially said out loud, you know, all that yet. And I'm sure we'll hear it in in due time when they figure these things out. Well, How do the Bills now kind of, you know, you got to switch, I guess, into playoff mode now because all that happens. And now here we are a, a week from yesterday. The Dolphins will be there for a playoff game.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that it definitely helps the fact that you know they, the team, and everyone continues to get these good news, this good news, and positive updates, and you know the fact that he was able to leave. I think that definitely makes it a little bit easier for guys to um, you know be able to turn their attention more to football than they would have been able to do had we not heard all of this positive news about Demar Hamlin's progress and about his condition. Um, so that definitely helps. Um, it definitely helps that, that they're able to, um, you know, kind of turn the page a little bit, you know, all while obviously still having Demar in their thoughts and, you know, those, those feelings don't just go away. But I think at this point, it's kind of about how uh, they channel it. Right. Um, they need to, really sit down and be like, okay, well, and also, too, uh, I think Mitch Moore said it best after the game, like, even in the playoffs, just in general, like, emotions are going to be running high, and the postseason just amplifies everything. Um, So I think it's just about how you kind of harness that all in and channel it into a week of preparation and, um, you know, focusing on the task at hand and uh, you know, the fact that it is playoff time. It is now a you know one game season throughout the rest of this um, you know until the Super Bowl. So I think it's more just about channeling the emotions the proper way, and obviously the the good news about Demar certainly helps.
1: Yeah, and these upcoming games and Heather Prusek of News Four in Buffalo is our guest right now. Like the upcoming games, you know the likely. Route if the Bills are going to make this run here is not lacking in its own emotion. Here are the Dolphins first; those were two kind of crazy games in the regular season where I'd say maybe each team won the wrong game. I think the Bills uh, the Bills outplayed them in the first game and lost, and uh, vice versa in the second game. And we still don't know on Tua and the whole thing for this week. Uh, then if you win that, it's more likely than not you're playing the Bengals of all teams, and that <laughs> game would be in Buffalo. And then after that, okay, maybe it's the Chiefs at location to be determined. But when you look at this map out here, uh, like if we're continuing to write the crazy storybook that has happened now for the last week, like it, it, this has every possible plot point, it, it feels like, contained in what what's coming up here.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not uh, an easy road to the Super Bowl by any means here. Um, you know, and that, that starts this week now. Uh, as you mentioned, there's just so many questions on who actually will be starting at quarterback for the Dolphins. is still in concussion protocol. Teddy Bridgewater has that uh, dislocated pinky finger. And then it could very well be the third stringer, Skylar Thompson, uh, starting under center there. Obviously, that would be, uh, you know, for the Bills defense, that matchup is very, very favorable uh, for the Bills there facing a guy like Skylar Thompson um, and really, when you look at the Bills' offense, we'll just strictly talk from an offensive perspective. Uh, you know, they they need to. They had some miscues in that game against mm-hmm. New England for sure. Obviously, they got back to the deep ball. You saw, um, you know, that kind of off script play to John Brown, where Josh Allen was like literally just scrambling and rolling to his right, and he's literally like flagging him down, like like keep going. Uh, and then, obviously, the uh, the dime to Diggs down the sideline there. So, getting back to those big explosive plays, those chunk plays, that's certainly what the Bills need to keep doing as the postseason approaches, especially that connection between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Up in, you know, last game, seven catches, 104 yards, that long touchdown as well. Uh, but before that, the previous three games, uh, it was – you know, he wasn't super involved. So I think that that's going to be a really big key moving forward is just Josh Allen getting on the same page as his receivers, especially digs there. Um, and then for the defense to just continue to, to, you know, get pressure on the opposing quarterback as much as possible. And, you know, everything starts up front. And for the Bills defensively, that is with their, their D line there. And obviously, tough task without Von Miller in the postseason, but they've been doing it for you know, a little bit now, and uh, this matchup, again, if it is Skylar Thompson heavily favors the Bills' defense that one.
1: All right, Heather, lastly, before we cut you loose, and this is still several weeks off, but obviously they got to, at some point, start getting logistics ready for the possibility. Uh, Have you heard anything more about where where a neutral site AFC title game would be if it ends up being, uh, you know, KC and Buffalo yet again?
0: No, not yet. I mean, in my guess is the NFL, you would think that they would want it to be in a controlled climate setting. Um, I know that they looked into Indianapolis, but there's a national volleyball tournament there that weekend. Um, I'm sure that that's something that they're going to want is to uh, eliminate any kind of weather conditions in a game like this, a game of that magnitude, especially if it's a location that they are in control of deciding where it is. Uh, obviously, as someone who would be covering the game, I would very much appreciate <laughs> that as well. <laughs> um, but as of right now, uh, you know, no, 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 real rumblings as to what they're uh, maybe trying to zero in on for that possible neutral site location there.
1: Uh, yeah, you're probably thinking how they're actually thinking. My, my thought is, hey, they both play outside. They should send them somewhere similar. So uh, my idea is to send everybody to Lambeau. I, I don't think you'd like that very much. Uh, but uh, I, I severely doubt that's going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt i'll
0: pass the, on that one yeah i'll uh, pass on that one if it were up to me <laughs> uh yeah
1: no i i I, uh, I i sympathize if i was going to also be outside during the game i would not suggest that but i'm not uh so since i can be on my couch watching it i, I will suggest <laughs> silly things like that all right other uh, good stuff as always uh hopefully we'll talk again in the few weeks uh, if we do that means the bills are still uh rolling along here but uh, thanks a lot for the, the chat about yesterday
0: Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you
1: later. All right. Heather Percek, News 4 CBS in Buffalo. Always good to chat bills with Heather. With that, we'll take a break. You know who was at the game yesterday? Producer Josh. He was at the game yesterday, the 4 1 1 in the 315 with Josh. When we come back after this, it is QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.